Okay. Let's get this going right away. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another panic attack with Big John. Sitting here in the wee hours of the night. But I wanted to get this done uh, while it's still relevant and, and talk about this. This is like part three of this Ohio um, abortion bill passing. Um, pro-abortion amendment to the Ohio Constitution. And I, I feel like I'm beating a dead horse, but here we go again. It doesn't matter. So, <clears throat> let me start out by saying I'm totally pro-life. Um, I think life begins at conception, period, point blank. I'm for zero abortions. But unfortunately, 57% of Ohioans voted to have uh, abortion legal in Ohio with no limitations, no restrictions. So, do all that like, share, subscribe, follow me on whatever platform you're watching, listening on. Follow me also on the social medias, Getter, Twitter, or X, uh, and Truth Social at the real underscore Big John. Okay. So, here we go. Here we go, go, go. Um, I'm not going to read this whole article, but I pick up my lo local newspaper. Front page, bottom section. I see this article from the Associated Press. I put a link to it on my social media so you can look at it, the full article there. But um, the title is Ohio Voters Just Passed Ab Abortion Protections. When and how they take effect is before the courts. So the whole thing just got under my skin. But here's what really drew my ire and what the focus of this video is going to be, I guess, predominantly about. And some of this comes from friends of mine that were working in the state legislature behind the scenes uh, when heartbeat bills and things like that first started uh, to come around Ohio in um, about 2018. When John Kasich was still governor. Now, the legislature passed a heartbeat bill back then. Uh, it was one of the most conservative legislatures. You had people like the legendary great Bill Batchelder, great guy. Uh, and all these folks in the legislature. So anyways, but here's what pissed me off in this article. With the primary election in their GOP-heavy districts only months away, they are facing pressure from anti-abortion groups 
to go in the other direction and either pass laws countering the amendment or using their supermajorities strip the courts of their power to interpret it. They're speaking of the Ohio Republicans in the legislature, where we have huge majorities in the Ohio House and the Ohio Senate, as well as a Republican governor. They want the Ohio legislature, they meaning uh, pro-abortion groups or pro-life groups, excuse me, anti-abortion groups, whatever you want to call it, pro-lifers, the good guys and girls. They want the Ohio legislature to pass laws that counter a constitutional amendment that was passed by an overwhelming majority of Ohioans. Or they want to have the legislature violate the Constitution and strip the courts of their ability to interpret the Ohio Constitution. So here's a quote. The Ohio Constitution specifically says reign in out-of-control courts or excuse me, specifically says reigning in out-of-control courts is the legislature's job. Quote, the anti-abortion group Faith to Action argues in a recently released video. Back to the quote. Let's call on the legislators to do their job to use their constitutionally granted right to represent us and keep pro-abortion judges from repealing Ohio laws based on an amendment that doesn't even mention a single Ohio law. They say that the amendment does not repeal any old laws. So they want the legislature to slow down or stop the implementation of the amendment. And and I'm just thinking to myself, do these people know how a constitution works? Here are a couple of fine amendments from the Constitution of these United States. Numbers 13 and 14. 13th Amendment. Passed by Republicans. And a Republican president, Abe Lincoln. Section 1 of the 13th Amendment. Neither slavery nor involuntary servitude, except as a punishment for a crime whereof the party shall have been duly convicted, shall exist within the United States or any place subject to their jurisdiction. Section 2, Congress shall have the power to enforce this article by appropriate legislation. The 13th Amendment, 
that outlawed slavery, banned slavery, set all men and women free, does not mention any other law in the United States. It says, No one shall be a slave. Let's look at Constitutional Amendment number 14, which gave everyone equal protection under the law. This one has five sections. I'll see how many I feel like reading. All persons born or naturalized in the United States and subject to the jurisdiction thereof are citizens of the United States and the state in which they reside. No state shall make or enforce any law that shall abridge the privileges or immunities of the citizens of the United States, nor shall any state deprive any person of life, liberty, or property without due process of law or deny any person within its jurisdiction to the equal protection of the laws. So, again, another amendment passed by Republicans with, uh, I do believe, the help of Abe Lincoln. Now, in this 14th Amendment, nowhere does it repeal or speak of any other law. The only time it comes up is uh, the last sentence here of section one, nor to deny any person within its jurisdiction the equal protection of the laws. Equal protection under law for black, white, male, female, uh, whatever. Every, every race, creed, color, sexual orientation, Space monkeys come down, they become naturalized citizens with their big heads and their little green bodies. Uh, they are now citizens of that state and of the United States and get equal protection of the laws. But it doesn't say repeal laws XYZ. Okay? My fellow pro-lifers, So, when it talks about this, let me just stick to my notationals here. So, they're basically talking about the upcoming GOP primaries, uh, primaries period, but they're threatening Republicans with primary opponents. They're threatening to say, well, if you don't do what we tell you to, we're going to run ads saying you're pro-abortion, that you're anti-life, that you're not for protecting life, blah, blah, blah. They did this back uh, when the Ohio heartbeat bill did pass the second time around and Governor DeWine signed it. They threatened people and said, if you don't do what we say and pass this heartbeat bill exactly how we say it, 
we're going to primary you and make half your district think you're a Nazi skinhead and the other half think you're a transvestite J. Edgar Hoover fan club member wearing pink tutus and women's high heels. Now, for the female members of the legislature, that's not so bad. But for the male members, that could pose a problem. If somebody's out there spreading rumors and running advertisement that you like pink dresses and high heels. For some. Others, you know, whatever. So they're threatening the legislatures with primary bills. They did this or they with primary elections, primary opponents. They did this back with the heartbeat bill. Years and years ago, 10, 20 years ago, when Ohio Right to Life and uh, this Faith to Action and these other groups were pressuring the legislature to do a bill that you can't have an abortion after one week after conception, six weeks after conception, eight weeks after conception, uh, after viability, after the heartbeat. They were told that from people behind the scenes in the legislature that help help the legislators come up with legislation. They, the lobbyists, the interests for the right to life and so on were told these bills that have a set number of weeks or a heartbeat, these bills aren't going to hold up in the courts and so on and so forth. Uh, they were told, you just can't do that. It's going to draw the other side of the issue out to vote. It's going to draw court cases and legal battles, and we're going to lose. But the threats of the primary, threats of being called anti-life or pro-abortion for conservatives was too much. They even went as far as to run a Facebook ad accusing the most conservative state rep, one of the nicest people I've ever known, uh, and the most pro-life state rep, Bill Batchelder, they put an ad about Bill Batchelder on Facebook calling him pro-abortion and anti-life, uh, however you want to say it. Ridiculous, but that's what they do. The anti-abortion pro-life people which I'm with I've donated to the cause at times not much but what I could afford they were told they have to get their message right the messaging has to be late-term abortions they have to put the pictures up of what a third-term abortion is and they have to talk about things like viability. They have to educate people on when a life can exist outside the mother's body. Because in the last 10 or 20 years, we've learned a lot more about fetal viability and when it starts. But instead of taking that messaging to the people, they wanted these heartbeat bills. The Ohio Right to Lifers, the Ohio 
uh, anti-abortion lobby. And they used their bullying, they used their money to get the legislature to pass the right the heartbeat bill, which I'm I'm for. I'm for the heartbeat bill. But now they're trying to use that bully pulpit against these Republican legislators to re, not repeal, but to fight and strip the judges of their ability to interpret the Ohio Constitution. They're trying to use their bully money, their bully pulpit, uh, to tell these folks, hey, if you don't do what we say, if you don't go against 57% of Ohioans who supported this amendment, we're going to come after you. That's ridiculous. In my opinion, the courts should not be able to overturn the vote of the people. And let's just say something. Well, let's say the uh, the election of 2000 went to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court did not overturn the vote of the people. If Al Gore would have been smart enough to ask for a recount of the entire state of Florida, he would have just genuinely won it outright. But he wanted a recount in specific counties. And every time... It showed Bush winning. So the Supreme Court said enough. That wasn't overturning a vote of the people. But I've seen courts overturn things that uh, the people voted for. Referendums, initiatives, amendments. And that's bullshit. A court should not be able to overturn the vote of the people. You know... I don't agree with this pro-abortion bill one damn bit. I voted against it. Uh, but if it if it passed, it passed. And we can we've talked about why it passed and how it passed. But the blame for the passage of this abortion amendment falls on Ohio's right to life community. And there are several organizations uh, involved in that community. These people at these groups, these whether it's Ohio Right to Life or this uh, whatever it is, bunch of yahoos. Um, I've actually found out I know some of these yahoos and they're not bad people, but uh, Faith to Action. Um, Ohio Right to Life. You know what they spend your donation on? My buddy Doc was on here screaming about this a couple of weeks ago. They dine at the finest restaurants in Columbus at $200 per lunch. They have expense accounts that they use to pay for that. 
That expense account is mine and your donations. Although I haven't donated in a long time because I can't afford, couldn't afford to, but I support them verbally. I, when something comes up on the ballot, I support pro-life, anti-abortion uh, measures. I try to talk my friends into supporting it. And so I do try to do my part to be pro-life. But uh, th these groups, the legislature and other people, uh, judges, they, they shouldn't be able to overturn a vote of the people just because we didn't get our way. Just because the Ohio Right to Life community didn't have their way, didn't have their messaging out there because they didn't have their uh, get out the vote going strongly as the other side did. Just because they dropped the ball, they shouldn't be bullying legislators to try and do what they want. They should have spent that money that they say they're going to spend on uh, primaries for legislators who don't go along with their bully pulpit tactics. They should have spent that money advertising, campaigning against this, this bill, this uh, a constitutional amendment. I didn't get one text. I've been getting texts for political crap left and right lately. I didn't get any text messages for this. I got, uh, uh, some, well, my household got a, a flyer in the mail saying vote yes on issue one. I didn't get any vote no on issue one uh, literature in the mail or on my door. I didn't get any vote, get out and vote phone calls. I was making get out the vote phone calls personally to my friends and uh, people I knew would vote against issue one to remind them and pester them and be like, I'm going to be pissed at you if you don't get out and vote against issue one. I did my part. Where was Ohio right to life? Where was faith to action then? But no, they're going to try to bully the legislatures. So the legislatures and the GOP candidates, in my opinion, need to be worried less about the primaries and be worried about the general election. 50% of 57, excuse me, 57, I don't know why I keep leaving off the seven, 57% of Ohioans voted for this um, malarkey. This baloney stuffings. 57% voted for this. Now, most of those votes came from Cleveland, Columbus, and Cincinnati voters. The, the, the liberal hubs of Ohio. And they're really not that liberal, but still, the liberal hubs of Ohio. One of my friends who lives in a, a ritzy neighborhood up in Cleveland was saying, you know, his his neighbor down the street's like some lawyer, doctor, lawyer that doctors, or doctor that lawyers, I don't know, uh, is this big liberal, and that's where these votes came from. The MAGA voters stayed home on this. Maybe because it was a restriction on freedom, but 
why did we not reach out to the Trump supporters? Maybe because these people who die, wine and dine on our tab on the donations of the right to life community look down on us but you had big voter turnout in the liberal hubs the inner cities where they're always going to vote democrat and vote for the democrat causes you had some people vote against this because it restricted freedom it's not freedom I think is the greatest but Nonetheless, that's one opinion I've heard. But really, it came from a lack of a coherent message from the right to life community. And it came from a lack of get out the vote from the right to life community. So now they want to blame the legislature and they want to attack the legislature and bully them with the threat of we're going to give you a primary and we're going to make sure you lose your primary because you didn't do your job because you don't have a message because you had 20 years to get this through some very conservative Ohio legislatures and instead you wanted bills based on a number of weeks after conception Bills based on heartbeats. All of which I'm for, but I'm for what's realistic. I'm a zero abortion person. And as a human being, I have the right to say what I want to say. And I have the right to fight for and protect other lives, whether they're living or unborn. But... I also have the right to use common sense and say when you don't have a message, when you cannot win the argument and then win the vote by winning the argument because you're not making the right argument to the voter and you're not getting out the vote, you're not pushing your constituency, your supporters to go out and vote, that's not the legislature's fault. It's not the judiciary's fault. And so threatening to strip judges of their constitutional right to interpret the Constitution and say, well, the legislature has the right to take away the power of the judiciary. Okay, do that. Take away the power of the judiciary. What happens if we have another 2006 debacle and Republicans lose every statewide seat except for, what was it, treasurer, auditor, whatever. Republicans lost everything statewide and across America. And so you get a bunch of Democrats in there. Now the Republicans, they've already stripped the judiciary of their right to interpret the Constitution. And these Democrat liberals say, okay, (laughs) here's our shot. We don't have a judiciary to stop us from banning your right to arm bears or your right to bear arms. 
So we're going to take away your right to own a gun. Uh, you don't have a, a judiciary to say all people have, uh, what was it? What did number 14 say? Uh, you don't have a, a legislature or a judiciary to make sure that no person is denied equal protection of the laws. So the Democrats that were for segregation uh, and slavery and all those things, they say, you know, it's a pretty good idea. You know, let's give, uh, you know, trans people, transvestites the right to use any bathroom they want. In fact, let's make all bathrooms by gender. Whatever toilet you want to use, just go. Go for it. Now your little daughter is in the same bathroom next to a man in a dress. And that man in a dress isn't a true transgender, transvestite. He's just a pervert with a fetish. Yeah. Take away the judiciary's power and give all the power to the legislature. And then see how quickly Democrats start going wild with overarching authoritarianism and communist economy. Oh, you no longer have the right to uh, run your own business the way you want to. If you're a business owner, you've got to pay a 50% tax maybe 70 or 80% depending on how much you make you know what did AOC say when she first got elected we're not going to tax the whole 10 million dollars just that tippy top 10 millionth dollar we're going to take 90% tax on yeah take power away from the judiciary, take away the checks and balances and see where that gets you. All right. So right to life community, you dropped the ball. We gave you the, Trump gave you the judges. You had a super majority in Ohio's legislature, conservative majorities for many years. And you wanted all or nothing. You wanted 100% everything instead of going after you know late term abortions third trimester abortions no you had to have it all and you threatened and you bullied and it, all it did was fire the other side and their base up to get out and pass this amendment now you're trying in desperation to bully again because you dropped the ball and didn't have the messaging to stop this amendment from passing. You didn't have the organizational ability to stop this amendment from passing. All right. Have I beaten the dead horse enough and gotten it through your thick heads that it was your fault that this passed? Not the legislature's, not anyone else's. All right. God bless everybody. Thank y'all. Pray for one another. 
Love somebody today and be the reason somebody feels loved. God bless you.